All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's a Wednesday edition of the Ken Miller Show. Solo today, Trent has flown the coop. He's doing high school uh, girls volleyball on the uh, girls' state uh, the, the website. The, I should, should have had that in front of me, but I don't. It's the Iowa uh, Girls Athletic Association website. If you've uh, got a, um, a relative, if you want to listen to Trent and you're not going to be able to get that uh, itch scratched today, uh, you can uh, log on and listen to him do his play-by-play. Busy show coming up. We're going to cover a lot of ground, go in a lot of different directions. We're going to do some college basketball, some college football, some NFL. Going to go inside the numbers off. We're going to go to Vegas Get the latest, see if they're still reeling. The betters won, and look at nobody's showing any sympathy, and why should they for the properties out there? But the betters had a really good weekend. We'll find out how bad it was. Talk to Jason Symbol. Bill Bender from Sporting News coming up. Uh, he's going to be first, then Vinny Iyer. Uh, in the noon hour, a lot of Hawks, a lot of clones. John Miller, Hawkeye Nation. John Walters, of course, the voice of Iowa State men's basketball and football and sandwiched in between those a visit from the cap man as the hot stove league is heating up do a little something on joel quinville who walked the plank yesterday in chicago after winning an historic three stanley cups as he did that wasn't enough it's a what have you done for me lately world and sports as we know so a lot of ground to cover bill bender momentarily will get bill in here uh i do want to start though just by what we witnessed last night and no I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what we witnessed in sports last night. Who are you listening to, after all? Um, it was phenomenal. Watching, look, the Kansas game was fun against Michigan State. But then you get through the playoff rankings show, and it is a show. There was very little drama in that. And then to watch this Duke team completely take apart Kentucky. And the way they did it with four freshmen on the floor including R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish. Uh, Trey Jones was really good last night. But, my God, the Canadian R.J. Barrett, what a show he put on. And how are you going to try and stop Zion Williamson, six foot seven, 285 pounds, with the ball in his hand, bringing it up the floor, pulling up to, to, to shoot a three. What a complete package he is going to be. And, boy, you hate to say it, but did we watch uh, the team that will be cutting down the nets early April in Minneapolis last night on display. Duke was unbelievable. But sandwiched in between that was uh, some college football. The college football playoff show was uh, broadcast last night live from Indianapolis. Bill Bender from the Sporting News, he joins me. Bill, uh, Ken Miller, how are you, Bill? Are you there, Bill Bender? We don't have him turned up, Jacob Beal, somehow. There you, hey, Bill, there you are, loud and clear now. How's things going? Hey, good. You want me to talk about Zion Williamson, too, like everybody else? That was uh, like watching a quicker version of Larry Johnson. Yeah. It, it really is. That was amazing. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that's, uh, you, you, I think you're the second person that's brought up Larry Johnson's name, at least that I've heard. Maybe there's more, but you're right. And that uh, that Duke team, and we're going to get to football in a second, but it was kind of a unique night, though, wasn't it, Bill? I like the way college basketball uh, is really um, op- uh, opening the lid, if you will, raising the curtain on the season and doing it with or to, uh, with uh, the impact games that we saw last night. Kansas-Michigan State was fun, but then once we watched Duke and Kentucky, it was like, oh, my word. Uh, this seemed like another level. This Duke team with four freshmen, look out. I love watching the first month of college basketball as much as the last month because you get the matchups that you might not get later. Like, I don't know who will see play Duke in the tournament. If you get another chance to see him play Kentucky or Kansas, 
um, Michigan State, whoever. But whoever gets that Duke team, they're going <laughs> to I, – I, like I said, Williamson's great, Barrett's great. Um, that's a really loaded team. I mean, the pressure's almost on from opening night because we yeah. all saw what we saw last night. And what you, like what you said, uh, how, how can you not expect them to cut down the nets now? And I know it's the first night. No, and and look at I, I watched Kansas the first game of the night and thought you know this is a really nice team you can see why they're picked again to win the Big Twelve and they've got a lot of parts but when I watched this Duke team it was like my good God they just it was like a new a, a different level Bill what it was kind of like when we watch Alabama in football as we segue to the college game and I want to start with. You know, where you spent last Saturday, and I'm glad you got to Lexington. I wish it would have been a better game. Uh, It's been such a long time since Kentucky football, especially as the calendar moves into November, had any sorts of relevancy whatsoever. Georgia pays a visit, so much on the line. The SEC East essentially was determined uh, on Saturday. Give me the, um, the atmosphere in Lexington before we get into the game. They're not used to having a game this impactful, uh, did they put on a pretty good show prior to kickoff? I thought so. I thought they played well. They just ran into the better team. I mean, Georgia just had his two running backs that could wear out the clock. You know, their their long drives resulted in touchdowns. Kentucky's long drives fell short. And, you know, I thought Kentucky played well, all things considered, with an experienced team. But Georgia, you know, I don't think we're sleeping on Georgia. I think we all know what they're about and what's in front of them. It's if they can give Alabama a run, we'll see. And they have the talent that I think that game will at least be interesting. But, um, you know, they're going to have to be more consistent. I mean, Kirby Smart wasn't – he lamented the missed opportunities after that game. I think that's the best way to put it because he, I think he knows they've got a much bigger challenge down the line. Indeed they do. There's no doubt about that. Well, they've beaten Florida, Kentucky uh, in the last couple of weeks. That loss to LSU notwithstanding. Is this the second-best team – um, far and away the second best team in the SEC, Bill. I mean, obviously we know they're going to meet Alabama in in Atlanta. They're going to represent the East. But are they? I mean, if if they played LSU again, what would? How would you predict that game? Well, I think they'd have to play it on a neutral site because I think the home team wins either way. Okay, there's the problem, Ken. Is that Alabama just went into one of the toughest environments to win at and won twenty nine nothing, and you know just basically choked LSU's offense, wouldn't let them get going. And uh, it's a reminder that for all the talk about Tua and those receivers, and, you know, I know I've done a lot of that this season, that the running game and defense is still there too. No, it is. Williams was unbelievable. Harris, either one of them ran the football, and you're right about the weapons that Tua can throw it to. Uh, You know, when the committee came out and they were unveiling the rankings last night, uh, LSU was number three, got beat 29 to zip, got blanked, was never in the football game, and it only ranked or dropped four spots in the rankings. And as a number of people have pointed out, I think as much as anything, Bill, that just speaks about how good they think Alabama is to leave LSU uh, as the highest-ranked two-loss team by quite a margin. Yeah, but I still don't agree with it. I don't agree with, you know, there's got to be a penalty for losing. They were at home. They got shut out. I mean, yeah, Alabama beat them and didn't score 60, but they still shut them out. And I don't know that – I don't think LSU should be ranked ahead of West Virginia. I don't think LSU should be ranked ahead of Ohio State and Washington State because, to me, at some point, wins and losses have to matter. And uh, I get it. I I, I get it on some level. If you want to say LSU is better than Ohio State, I would say – 
we'll, maybe we'll see it in the Sugar Bowl and find out that way. Um, I, I think it's that kind of deal. But I, I think at some point, that, to me, it's, it's just creating a little bit of unnecessary drama. That's what I wrote for us last night. Uh, yeah, you did. And I, I saw your matchups today, and uh, it's pretty good. Uh, you put your thinking cap on uh, the combinations, the playoff combinations we're going to see. Bill, the one I want to see... And I think I probably, well, maybe I don't, but I think that, that you know, if there was a poll, if you will, under the playoff of last night, um, I think we want to see Michigan and Clemson in this in one of the semifinals, don't we? Because don't those feel to you, like, let's say Notre Dame gets through, and Notre Dame claims one of those spots, and I believe Michigan will as well. I think they deserve it if they beat Ohio State and they're favored to do so in Columbus and win the Big Ten championship. I think Clemson-Michigan, the winner of that, has the better chance, maybe, and maybe it's not Maybe it's not a better chance, but do you think 2-3, that's what the country wants at this point, of, uh, to eventually see Clemson-Michigan? I think you're sounding like you want to see the last one I put on there, which is what I think could happen if Notre Dame somehow loses in the next three weeks. And I think it would be Alabama versus Oklahoma, and you get Tua and Kyler and points and offense and everything you could ever dream from in the Cotton Bowl. Or they'd probably do that one at the Orange Bowl. And then I think they would do, yeah, because they wouldn't, Alabama wouldn't let Oklahoma play in Texas. So you get that at the Orange Bowl. And then you get Michigan and Clemson in the Cotton Bowl. Um, because I think those two teams are close. I think Michigan's closing in on being as good as Clemson. Um, I would want to see what that defense does against the freshman quarterback. And then on the other side, if Michigan could get anything going against that Clemson defense. I think that if, if we're crowning Alabama as national champions, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> I, I would want to see Clemson-Michigan just to see who the second best team really is. Who is it, do you think, Bill? At this point. I think Clemson. Yeah. Uh, right now, Clemson. But it's not, you know, Notre Dame's going to have something to say about mm-hmm. it, too. And, uh, you know, I like where they are. And as long as they don't, if they lose, they leave themselves at the mercy of the committee. And, by the way, we have a very interesting piece I'm going to sell to you today called The Alternate History of Notre Dame Since 1988. We're, mm-hmm. we're finishing, we're publishing that soon. Mm-hmm. So, uh and it basically operates on the premise of Notre Dame joining the Big Ten. Nice. So I think you'll enjoy that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think Michigan, their defense is so good, so good. And they're playing with – I know you guys don't like it out there, but they're, they're playing with that arrogance. Mm-hmm. They're playing with a, a arrogance that I think is productive, though, because it's kind of coming down from Harbaugh on down. They, they dominated Penn State. I did not see it coming like that. Did you hear Mullins last night, Bill, say that the uh, unequivocally that Michigan has the best defense in the country? I'm not saying he's wrong. I just uh, as as a couple, I think um, oh, one of the guys that uh, one of the t- talking heads might have been Herb Street, might not have been, um, was talking just how you know we never hear the chair of the committee willing to go out there on the limb like they did and come right out and say, look, the reason they're there is they are the best defense in the country. Period. You know, they still got proved against Ohio State and, and, and whoever they would play potentially in the Big Ten Championship. And I'm not looking past Indiana and Rutgers. I just think Michigan's going to win those games um, no matter what happens. So I think they are in the discussion with Alabama, who has a bunch of four- and five-star guys, mm-hmm. and Clinton Williams just continues to develop, and they've come around, obviously, and Clemson with all those NFL guys on the defensive line. But, I mean, from a pure NFL talent perspective, 
Rashawn Gary, Chase Winovich, Devin Bush, David Long, uh. Levert Hill, Kalik Hudson, uh, a couple other guys that are, that are on, on, on the inside and a little bit younger. All of those guys are going to play in the NFL. Yep. So I look at it from that standpoint, yeah, they may have a defense with enough NFL talent that with Don Brown pushing the buttons, it's pretty darn good. Uh, Syracuse moved up to 13, Bill, and I don't want to get ahead of myself like you do, don't either. Uh, however, after after Syracuse and Louisville play, uh, Syracuse and Notre Dame are set to collide at uh, Yankee Stadium uh, in the Bronx. That'll be a good win for Notre Dame as they take a look what's left on their schedule. And and let's face it, I mean, normally when the, when the schedule comes out and you see Notre Dame's playing, you, you're pretty impressed. Well, it's been a down year for a lot of the opposition that they've played. But this Syracuse-Notre Dame game, Bill, is where I'm going in two weeks. Could be very, very impactful. A chance for Notre Dame to maybe leave a lasting impression considering they don't have that 13th data point. Yep. And a big game for Syracuse. Chance for them to get in the New Year's Day Six Bowl. So both of those things collide at Yankee Stadium. It'll have an old-school feel to it. Um, excellent opportunity for both schools. So Because I think... If you're Oklahoma or Michigan, you want Notre Dame to lose, and you want the committee to you know, look at it that way, that they're out. Mm-hmm. Um, because the insurance policy I'd be worried about, the nightmare scenario in some ways, is if Georgia beats Alabama. Because if that happens, I still think Alabama will get in I do too. as of now. Yep. I, I, I really do. And if that's the thing that bumps the Big Ten out, it could happen. So I, I think you kind of want to root for Notre Dame to knock out – and the catch-22, again, for Oklahoma and Michigan is you almost want Alabama to win, so maybe you have to face them later, but at least they knock Georgia out of the way. Uh, Bill Bennett from the Sporting News is our guest. Bill, I want to ask you about a talking point that's uh, been on our show the last couple of days here. Uh, pursuant to Tom Herman, and maybe the pressure that's starting to, I don't know, overwhelm him a little bit at Texas. I mean, two weeks ago we saw him run across the field and, Looked like he was kind of trying to come to blows or certainly get in Mike Gundy's face when Gundy seemingly was just trying to, you know, to hold order, if you will, to, to uh, on the uh, on the field. And then Will Greer takes the ball into the end zone in a two-point play and sticks the ball out in front of him to ba- break the plane. And Herman accused him of taunting after the game. Is the pressure getting to the Texas coach? No, I mean, this is who he is. He's always been blunt like that. I, as far as the Will Greer play, I didn't have a problem with him reaching over the goal line. They probably should have flagged after, though, when he threw the ball into the wall. Did they flag yes, that? They, 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 well, they, there was a penalty after. I'm not sure what it was. It was either an upside-down longhorn, but there wasn't an unsportsmanlike after the two-point conversion. Yeah, well, if they flagged that, that's fine. But, I mean, you're not going to take away that two-point conversion on that. He made the play. Um, and I don't know that the pressure's getting to him. It's just... They're going to be close games in the Big 12, and they're shootouts, and they had their opportunity to get a stop, and they didn't get it. So, yeah, what a difference two weeks makes. Um, Wake and, up but with I've, the all-new morning show on 1700. Texas is, in fact, Texas is more close, and I still think they're stuck in that uh, stuck in that neighborhood right now mm. last thing for you bill uh, central florida didn't move an inch they they started at 12 they remained at 12 boy it's really going to take something for this team to move much past this isn't it yeah i don't think it's going to happen and i mean the committee's making that clear now yeah. i mean they may, may move them up and it's too late because they're gonna they're gonna have to make like a giant surge and hope a lot of teams lose in three weeks and i just don't think it's going to happen i think the committee's made it clear where they've positioned lsu this week and florida last week that 
they would put a two loss. They'd rather take a two loss team from a Power Five conference than an undefeated team like UCF. So, I it's part of a larger discussion we've had several times, and I don't I don't agree with them putting LSU over UCF. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I, I thought they might. I didn't realize the gap would be that far, and I think uh, the wording I chose is the gap between Boston College and LSU with UCF is about the same, Mm. so up and down. So I just don't see them getting in, and and this is part of the problem. Are you staying home this week, or are you being sent back out on the road? I'm staying home. um, thought about going up to Michigan State, Ohio State, but I'll watch that one from the couch. I am doing Cleveland-Atlanta on Sunday, though. I get a little bit of NFL action in there. Very nice. Good stuff. Thank you, Bill Bender. We will talk to you next week. No problem. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. With the contributor here as we talk college football with uh, with Bill. Yeah, it's fascinating. really is. Um, Central Florida is going nowhere, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Ohio State didn't move. Eight and one, they remain. Not impressed. Look, Ohio State, you th- look what they've done. They lose to Purdue. Uh, Minnesota had them up against the ropes for the longest time. So did Nebraska last week. This Ohio State team, there's all that talent there. For whatever reason, it isn't, I don't think, showing up on the field the way we thought that it would. And when you think back to the um, beginning of the season and everything surrounding that program, not a lot of tears being shed outside of Columbus for woe is me, Ohio State. All right, we're going to switch gears. Uh, Des Bryant, by the way, has signed um, with New Orleans. That's all Drew Brees needs is another weapon. Uh, and he's got one in Drew Brees. Well, Drew Brees, and obviously they had to weigh the pros and the cons of that signing. Uh, Drew Brees and uh, uh, Des Bryant, rather, and the baggage that he brings. We saw him get in multiple quarter, uh, Cowboys quarterbacks' faces over the years, assistant coaches, and the histrionics that Des Bryant's bring seemingly every single week. He's worth the trouble. We'll do that and more with Vinny Iyer. We continue NFL conversation next. We'll go inside the numbers with Jason Symbol, CG Technology, in the noon hour. Plenty of Hawks and Clones, John Miller, Hawkeye Nation, John Walters, Voice of Iowa State, David Kaplan will sandwich a trip to Chicago in between there. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Dr. Fuller is my dentist. If you're new to the area, if you've moved from the western suburbs over to the Altoona area or somewhere out east, uh, and you don't might feel like making that commute, highly recommend the services of Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerfamilydentistry.com. Vinny Iyer on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700, The Champ. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of teams flags anywhere every team every sport every flag almost buy online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com wildwood hills ranch is a local nonprofit, just 25 minutes south of west des moines serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually we would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall we have a barn dance in the quad cities november 3rd and an iowa machine shed thanksgiving on thursday november 22nd we hope to see you at one of our upcoming events for more information go to wildwoodhillsranch.org 
A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. If you have frequent heartburn, take control of it with Prilosec OTC. Instead of stashing antacids everywhere, like in your junk drawer, buried under old batteries and hotel pens, or in your purse, hiding in the one pocket you won't check. You even have antacids on your nightstand, which are very hard to see in the dark. Ah, it's time you stopped stashing antacids and started taking Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible with Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days, not for immediate relief. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515 223-HUGS. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon off today. Uh, coming up, we're going to go inside the numbers with Jason Symbol CG Technology out in uh, Vegas. We'll get the latest from uh, Jason uh, in about oh, 20 minutes or so from now. Vinny Iyer scheduled to join us here momentarily. We'll do some NFL with Vinny. In the noon hour, a lot of Hawkeye, both basketball and football conversation. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. The Hawks begin their season tomorrow on the hardwood. Uh, we'll do that with John. Then Cappy's going to slide on in here in his regular spot. By the way, Bryce Harper, can you imagine being able to turn down $300 million? That offer was apparently put in front of him on the final day of the regular season by the Washington Nationals. And Bryce Harper said, that's not enough. And left it on the table and is going to go to free agency. Crazy, crazy times that we live in, is it not? So Cappy will be here. And then John Walters, the voice of Iowa State, will recap Iowa State's win last night. Um, they're going to be without Cameron Lard and Tally until the beginning of de- December. So the depth will certainly be tested. We'll do basketball and football with John Walters before we skedaddle on out of here uh, at one. But let's do some NFL conversation right now. Vinny Iyer joins us uh, from the Sporting News. Vinny, the NFL in a minute. Uh, we got to go back to last Saturday night. Did you get to Ryan Field? Did you see your alma mater, the Wildcats, uh, take on the Fighting Irish in person? Oh, yes, I did. It was uh, an exciting game. It was uh, pretty good seats uh, down near, uh, I think, the 30 or 20-yard line and the right side of the end zone. So not bad. Good view for good atmosphere. Um, Well-played game. Uh, came back. We're in it until near the end. So mm-hmm. that's all you can expect. Um, I know on top of that, uh, you want a little bit more, and uh, you want to have that memory that lasts a lifetime. But right. still played very well. Yeah. And, uh and hung in there and get number four team that has a lot more talent, I guess, physically than yep. hang in there and play well. So that that's all you can expect. And uh, the Big Ten West, the bigger picture is still right. well out there for us. So that's what we're really looking at. No, no question about it. And uh, Iowa this week, we'll get to there in a second, uh, and then we'll get to the NFL. But I want to ask you about Notre Dame just real quick. Did you feel, Vinny, and I know that you pay more attention to the to the NFL game. Uh, so you're, that's your Strong suit, that's what you do at SportingNews.com, amongst other things, but you're the NFL guy there, one of them. Uh, did you feel like you were watching uh, one of the four best teams in the country take on your Wildcats? Is Notre Dame, in your mind, the team you saw, one of the four best teams? Well, uh, this is how I kind of look at it in college football. There's the one really good team, and then there's the one pretty good team. Mm-hmm. So it's Alabama and Clemson, and then there's everyone else. Yeah. So everyone else is just finding to be the best of the rest, and in terms of being the best of the rest, you got to put them up there right now with what their record is and their resume based on how Michigan is playing now. That win early in the season is uh, proved to be a bigger resume builder than mm-hmm. we thought. So for now, you have to take it as that they're the best of the rest. There's still one, a drop-off, and a much bigger drop-off between two and three, but that's how it plays out here. No doubt. Well, Northwestern and I was set to collide on Saturday afternoon at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, yeah, the 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 Wildcats obviously have that win already over Wisconsin, so they got. I mean, it's it's all in front of them, Vinny, with Iowa at at Iowa at Minnesota, home to Illinois. Left, it's really going to take the the wheels to come off, right, in order for uh, Northwestern not to get to Indianapolis and play in all likelihood Michigan. But it's sure there in front of them, Vinny, for Northwestern. Yeah, they just have to win two out of three. It sounds easy when you look at this at least the back end of the schedule, not necessarily this week and what's going on, but 
looking at the back end, like that's kind of in your back pocket, those two games, and you got to feel good about them, but nothing's ever easy with Northwestern. We know that from uh, their uh, past here. So I think ideally, and fortunately for maybe some listeners there, we need to win badly, and I would kind of ease the pressure and actually feel good about winning the division, not just backdooring to win the division just by having less losses by other teams, Mm -hmm. but actually taking care of business between Purdue, Wisconsin, and Iowa beat the other contenders of the division. Feel like you earned it versus just say, "Hey, we we got here because we had the fewest Big Ten losses and maybe had a break with our Big Ten schedule." Uh, let's get to the NFL and let's go back to last week before we take a look, and we'll start tomorrow because to me that's clearly the best game of Week Ten. We're going to get it out of the way, sadly, right off the bat in Carolina, in Pittsburgh. But what did you learn more about New Orleans or the Rams this past Sunday? Watching that real clash of. Maybe the NFC's two best teams. Well, I think I learned a little bit about the Rams is I think mainly that their defense, I know we've looked at the big names and all that, and Aaron Donald is still maybe the defensive player of the year for a second straight year, but what other than Aaron Donald do they have? I mean, that's what we have to peel back and look at. I get it. And Dominican Sue is there, and the Michael Brockers, they're, they're above average defensive linemen, but the linebackers are not great. Marcus Peters is not playing well in the secondary. They don't have a keep to lead back there either. So I'm not sure if this Rams defense can contain any of these top teams. And we saw against the Saints, I know they were able to beat the Vikings, but the Vikings had no trouble moving the ball on them as well. So we'll have to see how the Rams stack up against the Chiefs here mm-hmm. with their defense. The Eagles are coming later in season. I think the Eagles are going to trend upward offensively as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest concern with the Rams going forward. I think it's the same thing from last year. Is their defense good enough? We know their offense can light it up and it's maybe taking it to another level, but I'm not necessarily sold as this team. We looked at it as a juggernaut, as an undefeated team, but yeah. I think the reality is setting in that this may be more of a second or third best team in the NFC. Yeah, I'm starting to think the same way, Vinny. It's crazy what one game will do, but I saw the same thing you did. Now, today, Des Bryant uh, and the uh, Saints came to an agreement. Des Bryant's going to be a New Orleans Saint, another weapon for Drew Brees. On the surface, considering the histrionics that Bryant brought to the Cowboys over his tenure there, uh, is, this a, is this a good move by Peyton and company? Well, I think that's the biggest concern, but they had to have a long conversation. Hey, look, we've got Michael Thomas here. He's the man. We love Traquan Smith. He's the rookie that we like as the number two. We're not really happy with our slot receiver, and uh, Cameron Meredith, Austin Carr, both of these guys are not doing too much. We're really thin at receiver right now. We have four bodies here. You're here mainly to be a red zone threat. and If he can accept being like a Benjamin Watson, Josh Hill type role, as kind of the extension of the tight end, helping them in the red zone, then he's going to be fine. But if he's going to expect the ball of a sudden and Drew Brees to throw it, that's not what they want to do necessarily. They're going to throw it if they need to, but they want to be more about Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram and Gritty and the running game and put teams away early. So Des Bryant, as long as he realizes this is more of a shot for you to win a Super Bowl than a a shot for you to inflate your career because you've already done plenty in your career. This is your chance. A contender wants you Mm -hmm. fall in line. They're looking to you to fit well in the locker room. So this is the best opportunity he could have possibly gotten. 
Vinny, I'm fascinated by the NFC South, the division right in your backyard there with Carolina. And I like this Carolina team, and we'll see them tomorrow. And what I really like is what the schedule maker has done to us NFL fans, and that has scheduled the Saints and the Panthers to collide twice in the month of December. So they won't see each other until very late, and then it's game on the 17th, week 15, and week 17. Uh, those two teams, those two divisional rivals will play for the first time, which is great as it sits here today. I guess if you're the Panthers, stay within striking distance until you get to that point. Carolina seems to be playing very well right now. I think they're a threat, Vinny. What am I missing, or do you feel the same way? Well, I think they're doing a lot of things well. They're just not maybe as complete as we think they are. There's some holes there. They are good at winning these close games, and they've done a good job of that. They're not necessarily as good as the road team. A lot of things really fall apart for them on the road. So we have to see them be a little bit more consistent away from Carolina. And I think this Pittsburgh game is a great test here. How good are they? Because the Steelers are really playing well right now. Uh, I think there's some matchups that the Steelers can really like in this game, but there's some matchups that Panthers can take advantage of here. So this is a key game, and, and they've stretch here of road games that are going to be critical to determine how good the Panthers can be. And you're right, the bottom line is they have to be within one game of the Saints going into Week 15 to really have a shot at this division. Mm. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News is our guest. Vinny, a couple more will let you go. Uh, we watched the Cowboys on Monday night. Uh, Tennessee was able to put them away late. We'll see the Cowboys again in prime time. What's wrong with this Cowboys team? Is it just um, you know they just don't maybe have as much talent? The uh, the Prescott rookie year maybe kind of um, was fool's gold a little bit. Uh, he seems to have not taken those next steps. This Dallas team and Jason Garrett, I have to think, is finally going to be in trouble. At least you would assume. So, what's wrong with the Cowboys? Well, I think uh, their play calling is kind of boring, and this. Teams have gone fast-forward with their young QBs. They've tried to just say, this is our formula, we're going to run and take a few shots and not uh, do a lot of creative things with Dak Prescott when you have a player that is pretty dynamic. You know it. He just doesn't lose his talent all of a sudden It's because people figure things out. I mean, he has a lot of upside. I mean, the offensive line necessarily hasn't been as good. They've lost a key piece there at center. They're breaking in the... a couple guys in uh, Connor Williams and Lael Collins who have not lived up the expectations there. They're pretty much relying a lot on uh, what Tyron Smith and uh, Zach Martin can do. So they have two really reliable offensive linemen. They don't have a tight end there that can add a wrinkle to the passing game. They don't have like a true kind of change of pace receiving back to throw in there. So there's all little elements of their offense that are missing that a lot of other teams have. And it gets pretty predictable. You have, XYZ receivers, you have uh, Ezekiel Elliott running, and it's pretty much a run on running downs, pass on passing downs, and that's not going to work in today's NFL. Last thing for you, Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News is our guest. Vinny, yesterday we were going through the uh, NFC North, and I guess maybe I didn't realize, uh, yes, the Bears lead the way at 5-3, and three, but when you really, and you can only play who's in front of your schedule, I get that, but when you look at the, the wins that they've got, they've only got one win over they don't have any wins over uh, the over a team that has a better than 500 record. Seattle's right there, but their wins are Cardinals, Tampa Bay, Jets, Bills and the Seahawks. Those are their five wins. Not exactly murderers row here, Vinny. Might this Bears thing be a bit of an optical illusion where they sit on top of the division considering the schedule they've played? Mhm. 
Yep. All right, we lost Vinny Iyer uh, by the by the sounds of things. So, thank you for uh, to Vinny Iyer, but I'll answer my own question. I think it is. I think that this is somewhat of an optical illusion. Seattle's five hundred. The Arizona Cardinals are awful. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are awful. The New York Jets stink. Buffalo Bills same way. I don't know how they beat the Vikings, but they did. The three losses for the for the Bears opening week at Packers. Lost to the Dolphins by a field goal. That was that, um, that, that, that. There was a bunch of missed field goals at the end of that game. The Dolphins finally made theirs overtime, right? I think it was. And then the Patriots. And that was a that was a decent football game. I'll give them that. Um, a lot of special teams blunders in that one. But this Bears team, the more you look at it, you're looking for that for that marquee win so far for Chicago. What is it? Seattle, week two. Seattle's 500. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll get Jason Symbol in here, CG Technology, inside the numbers, and we'll get his opinion on this Bears team, where they rank in the power rankings out in Vegas. Coming up in the uh, noon hour, we'll talk to John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com, do some football and some basketball with John. Cappy's going to be here, the hot stove. Will the Cubs participate in any way? Uh, and if so, which way? We'll do that with Cappy, do some stuff on Quinville. We'll ask him about the Bears and maybe this, what might be an optical illusion as far as the, are they a fake 5-3? and three? We'll see what Cappy thinks about that. And then John Walters and I will wrap things up. We will go back to last night, Hilton Coliseum. They cut the ribbon there on another season officially. Uh, that, that one counts last night. Alabama State will do that with uh, with John and obviously some football as they get set to take on Baylor both Iowa and Iowa State, 2.30 kickoffs uh, this uh, coming Saturday. We'll take the time out. We'll head to the desert. We come back. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support what would you call a toilet that cleans itself impossible magic a pipe dream at american standard we simply call it a Vormax toilet Vormax flushing technology gets the bowl two times cleaner than standard bowls with just water and is available in a variety of styles and options and listen up plumbers now through november 30th you can receive a 25 dollars incentive on each Vormax toilet purchased Enter code RADIO on MyVormax.com to learn more on rules and enrollment. 
Dashing through the snow to CVS we go. A $10 cash card for beauty brands and bows. Lights to dress the tree and stocking gifts galore. Candy cards and photo gifts and deals throughout the store. At CVS Pharmacy, we've got all the little things you need this holiday. Like a $10 CVS cash card. Yours when you spend $30 on select items. This week, Hallmark ornaments are 20% off and Hershey's Kisses are BOGO free. Dash to CVS Pharmacy today. Restrictions apply. See cvs.com slash weekly ad for details. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. At Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 
crazy noon hour coming up. A lot of cyclones, a lot of Hawkeyes. As we'll talk to John Miller on the Hawks and John Walters on the Cyclones. Right now, let's head to the desert, shall we? Jason Symbol, CG Technology, out in Vegas. He joins us. Hello, Jason. How are you? Ken, I'm good. Trying to recoup from uh, the rough weekend, as I'm sure a lot of people have heard. Yeah. How bad was it, Jason? I mean, historically, um, was this the, I'm guessing, the worst Sunday of the season. But when you, you know, go back a few years, what is it, one of the worst of ever? Uh, yeah, it was the worst Sunday of the season by a pretty wide margin. Uh, I wouldn't quite say it's the worst ever, but it certainly ranks, you know, I'd say top ten. Um, who was the? I mean, uh, who was the one? The, the the one team you needed that got closest to maybe uh, putting a little salve in the wound that would have helped you guys out that ultimately didn't go your way. Was the one that you were, you know, it was right down there. It was there for the taking. Either the players were going to get you or the house was going to win. What game was that, Jason? Well, kind of to walk through it a little bit. Um, you know, we were really in a bad spot because there were five games early in the day where the favorites were on every single parlay. The Vikings over the Lions, the Chiefs over the Browns, uh, the Bears over the Bills, and the, um, the other game that really hurt us was actually the underdog Steelers covering against the Ravens. All of those things were, were, had happened, and they were all finishing off with the Packers, Patriots, everybody had the Pats. So the Packers would have been the team to answer your question, which it still would have been a negative day, but it wouldn't right. have quite been as bad if the Packers were able to get there. And if you remember that game, they almost apiece. had it. There was a bad fumble yes. uh, at a tie game that they had, which the Patriots were able to capitalize on and ended up covering. Yeah, no doubt. So tomorrow night, Jason, as you look at the Week 10 schedule, I think far and away the best game of the week is the, you know, we're going to get it out of the way early because the rest of Week 10, uh, after Carolina and Pittsburgh, it's not the best weekend as far as, it, in fact, it might be one of the worst weekends of the season. But Carolina-Pittsburgh, what are you seeing in that one so far? It's funny because you have two really good teams, two first place, or I guess the Panthers aren't in first place, but two playoff teams yep. uh, playing on Thursday, which kind of eliminates two good games from Sunday. If you think of it that way, when two when two bad teams play on Thursday, everybody complains, but it makes Sunday that much better. Nobody really mentions that. But when you have this, it's the opposite scenario. Uh, the Panthers are a four-point underdog in Pittsburgh. Um, it opened four and a half. It came down to four. So the early money is on the Panthers. I think we'll get pretty good action on both these teams because, you know, the public really likes betting the Steelers at home, but the Panthers by no means are a team the public really likes to bet against. You know, Cam Newton's obviously had a great season this year. Uh, Panthers plus 180 money line is something that people are are considering as well. You know, to help me out with the parlays that will start tomorrow, theoretically, and that's where I'm. This is my question for you: Is are parlays down Thursday because betters don't want to tie their money up all weekend until the, you know until, until we get the results on Sunday? Is, is that the case, Jason? The parlays maybe not as prevalent with the Thursday night game for that very reason. Yeah, typically, if you're going to bet a parlay on Thursday, you'll parlay the Thursday night game with the total or the Thursday night game with the basketball game, mm, yep. um, you know, with, with an NBA game or a college game where there's a favorite that you like. Um, you know, for example, tomorrow you might, you might take the uh, – somebody might put the Celtics over the Suns because they'll be a pretty nice favorite at home uh, on the road there in that parlay with the Steelers, for example. But they don't tend to tie them in as much with – with Sunday. Mostly, people bet parlays with all the college games on Saturday, and then they'll mm-hmm. come back and bet them again on Sunday. Gotcha. Uh, back to last Saturday before we look forward. Uh, LSU and Alabama. Did you get a lot of LSU money, or was it all Alabama all day long? We actually did get a fair bit of LSU money. Um, you know, we actually ended up doing okay on Saturday. That game was okay. 
Uh, a lot of people bet LSU money line, figuring at about five to one, it's a good play at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we did get a little two way action. That wasn't that lopsided. Uh, that was the most bet game of the day. Not surprising. And and um, you know, considering Alabama covered easily, you would have thought we would have done a lot worse. But we didn't because people were a little hesitant to lay the big number. Um, I, I should have warned you in advance. I was going to ask you this, but I know it's Wednesday, and there's probably not a lot of handle on Iowa Northwestern and Iowa State Baylor. But do you can you? Uh, uh, get those in front of you so you can let the audience know just what they're seeing so far on those are uh, the two locals, Iowa Northwestern and Baylor Iowa State. Both of those games taking place in our state this weekend. Yeah, so um, Baylor Iowa State, pretty little action so far. Iowa State is a 14.5 point favorite in that game. The first couple bets we took were on Baylor plus 14.5, but you know, by no means does that mean that we're going to move the number. We're talking just a couple hundred bucks. So not a lot of action on this one yet. Iowa State, two-touchdown favorite at home. So, you know, they're the uh, the prohibitive favorite there. Now, uh, as we talk, I'm going to pull up my screen here for the uh, for the Iowa game, as you bear with me if you yep. don't mind. Northwestern Iowa, and I think it opened around 10, which I, saw, I was kind of surprised that it opened at double digits. Yeah, uh, let's see. Okay, so this one actually, this one actually have a, a pretty fair bit of action on compared to the Iowa State game. So it did open ten, and interestingly enough, we actually took a bet from one of our sharper customers on Iowa laying ten, and we moved it to ten and a half. So mm. Iowa ten and a half point favorite at home. So you've got both locals there as double digit favorites this weekend. Interesting. Let's go to last night, Jason. I don't know about you, uh, if you watched the college games last night, the Michigan State uh, Kansas game was very entertaining. I thought, what a great way to. Uh, you know, to lift the lid on college basketball, if you will. Then we saw the main event, and that's what it clearly turned out to be. My good God, Shashevsky, four freshmen on the floor, four one and dunners. What an unbelievable display out of Duke last night. Um, tell me about the action on the games, and then from what you saw, does Duke look like to you that they will now become the favorites to cut down the nets in early April? So yeah, so in terms of the uh, in terms of just the betting action in general, really good. It was really really you know any time you get to the beginning of a season, no matter what, um, the handle is going to be a little bit higher. So we did tremendous. Uh, Kentucky Duke was the most bet college game of the day. Michigan State Kansas the second most bet, and then you know not really much. Uh, BYU Nevada did decent as well. But in terms of those were kind of the marquee games, and then you know we did we did actually uh, we did actually pretty poorly to both of them. Not surprisingly. Um, you know, even though Kentucky was the favorite, Duke was obviously the fan favorite in that one, and, yeah. and we lost in the Michigan State-Kansas game as well. But in terms of what I saw, so, you know, Kansas had that nice lead for the most of the game, and mm-hmm. you knew Michigan State was going to make the run, just like we've seen so many times in college basketball. When the team gets out, you know, when you have teams with such talent, and, you know, one of these teams gets out to a 15-, 16-, 17-point lead, you know the other team is going to make a run. And, 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 you know, in Michigan State's case, they did make the run, they actually ended up coming up short, but, you know, the number there was five, five and a half. So, you know, depending on what number you got, you ended up covering, um, depending on uh, upon the, the bet you got. So as I'm watching Duke-Kentucky, I'm figuring the same thing. All right, Duke came out to the lead. Kentucky's going to make, you know, they'll go on a 14-4 to four run, cut it to a little bit, and the lead just kept getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger, and it was just incredible to watch. Um, Duke was the favorite going into that game at 4-1, to one, mm-hmm. and then at 4.5-1, and... A half to one, and 
based just upon the game alone, we reduced the price, which is not something you would typically do uh, off of one game. But it was just so impressive. We knew people would come to the window to bet it, so we had to adjust it. You know, I felt honest to God, and, and I hope I'm dead wrong. I felt like Duke kind of reminded me of Golden State in the NBA and Alabama in college football. I felt very early you knew it was a foregone conclusion who the best team in the sport was. It was unbelievable last night. Jason, great stuff. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, are your baseball numbers up yet, by the way, to win the World Series? Uh, not yet. Those are coming soon. Um, uh, some other folks around town have posted them. We could chat about them, um, but uh, we don't have any. Gotcha. Are the, are, where are the Cubs? Do you know? I mean, where have they placed the Cubs? Uh, are they pulling double? up as we speak? It's interesting about the Cubs because you know you get a chance now where if you think that you know it depends. You know, if you think that they're going to sign Bryce Harper, right? Which has been rumored, you might want to play it now before that gets adjusted. But if you think they're not, it might be something you would want to wait because depending upon who he goes to, that price might get adjusted a little bit. Um, as I open up the uh, the World Series futures um, again, we've got the Cubs at ten to one, uh, Red Sox and the Yankees uh, are co favorites. Good stuff. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you down the road. Take care, Jason Sybil, CG Technology. In place, the Venetian, the Palazzo, the Cosmopolitan, the Palms, Tropicana, Silverton, the Hard Rock, and headquartered at the M. Hawks and clones aplenty coming up. John Miller, Hawkeye Nation, John Walter's voice of Iowa State, and sandwiched in between them, our buddy the Capman, we will head to Chicago. Is Bryce Harper going to be a Cub? The Cappy's take on that. We've got an hour to go right here on the Ken Miller Show. Thanks for being with us. 1700 The Champ. 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Beep, beep, beep.
Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Sport Clips Haircuts is on a mission to help our veterans with their education. In 2013, they established the VFW's Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program, which provides scholarships for use at post-secondary schools and trade schools for U.S. veterans. And October 15th through November 11th, Sport Clips locations across the country will be raising funds in-store to support this program. Visit Sport Clips Haircuts now through Veterans Day, November 11th, and help a hero. Save time. Check in online. Sportclips.com. No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November, but not this month. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my Yes Member sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade. Say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past. Get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during Yes Member. Don't let the others tell you no. We're giving bad credit the bird. <laughs> my one and only for the people credit approval process is like butter because we're on a roll, baby. We take out the mess and the stress and just say yes to you. So say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your old clunker. Say yes even if you've heard no in the past. But hurry, this offer ends after the first 75 people gobble up a nicer, newer car. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the 